we are legends. Welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast for DC Legends Mobile. I am Slobies, and with me as always is Hate Mail. In this episode, we're going to have a slightly different format. We are joined by the world-famous Ogre Barbarian to discuss the Alliance Crazy Week, some Alliance drama, and a discussion on making the leap to Gear 11. But first, Hate wanted to discuss John's beard. Well, we originally were going to do an episode on the back and forth about the whole Deathstroke Lobo nerf. Me and John's beard got into it. We had a pretty heated debate in chat, and we thought it would be fun to bring that debate onto the podcast. So originally that was our plan. Um, we had talked about doing it, but we had actually come to some resolution on kind of meeting halfway, and that resolution was we pretty much thought the, the Lobo change was okay. Most society seems to have accepted that, but that the Deathstroke nerf went a little too far because he's just a little too weak now which I, I grudgingly agreed. He absolutely needs those buffs, and those buffs fall off so fast that I think maybe having a boost to his base strength or having it so that he's a striker character instead of a defensive character so he does more damage but can, can't take as many hits probably would be a better solution for him because right now he, he's not nearly as good as he used to be. He's still a usable character, but he's a shadow of his old self. And John's beer, I wanted to give a shout out to you. Appreciate the conversation and the heated debate. That was a fun... Uh, fun argument and we'll definitely have you on the show again one day keep fighting brother all right so joining us is your favorite ogre ogre barbarian and yeah we wanted to discuss real quick the topic that started in reddit and just kind of blew up uh totally unethical and unfair play by a respectable group of people and that was by d truth seeker 69 and basically his complaint is that there was alliance jumping going on during the Martian Manhunter shard push, and they felt like it was unethical and possibly breaking the rules of the game. I'm, I'm not sure if that was his stance, but I know that some people felt like it was breaking the, the rules of the game. But definitely a lot of people felt like it was breaking the, the spirit of the game. And uh, Ogre, what was your uh, opinion on that? Yeah, I think I think you actually hit the nail on the head there when you said breaking the spirit of the game because it did that. It didn't actually break any rules clearly because they're not using cheat codes or anything. They're just they're literally doing what the game allows them to do. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they actually cheated, but people feel feel cheated because of, you know, what happened and what it actually ended up being was that they made a second alliance push for top 10, you know, with the quote-unquote, thousand points that were contributed by another player from their sister alliance. So, and And of course... Let me break it down and make sure that I'm understanding correctly, because I did read this thread, and I I actually was trying to make sure that I got it correct. Uh, The the main alliance in this group, they they have more than 30 players that want to play together, so they've they've created multiple alliances, and we we actually do that with our alliance. We have a, a smaller alliance that we have people in. Uh, but the main alliance wanted to make sure that all three groups got into the top 10 for the Martian Manhunter push. And the big whales and the big spenders in their groups were going down to their other alliances and staying in there for a few days and, and contributing uh, some trophy or not trophies, but contributing um, points to that alliance to boost them up during the, the, the week. Is that 
the gist of it, and then they all went back to their original alliances. That's the gist of it. Now, reading through the comments and the defending, you know, members of the alliance, it's actually like 120 members. Okay. There's four alliances involved. Okay. I'm uh, sorry. I don't know how many of them actually made top ten. I think it was only two. Yeah, but I could be wrong. Three. It might have been three, but I think it was might two. have might have been three, but I don't. I know for sure it was at least two, because it specifically involved two of them, where one member was caught moving, because yeah, they, they somebody had actually checked somebody actually checked the profile of their you know battle log to see what alliance he happened to be in. That's the only reason it even got caught. You know, right. and that's the thing is that like if this one person wasn't already paranoid, then this wouldn't have even been an issue. You know, well, so we, we know a lot of alliances do it, especially the multi-tier alliances. It's fairly common, and it, nobody really cared before because the rewards. Except for were... right, this week. It, it's yeah. literally because of the Martian Manhunter frags. We actually have a big announcement. Hey, would you like to announce the big announcement about the Martian Manhunter event? Break, break. Yeah, it hasn't been widely reported, but Nogur can confirm this as well. It was confirmed to us that this is a one-time event, so don't worry that this is going to be a monthly thing. Now, judging by how much money the game made off it, I'm sure it may come back one day. But as of now, we were told there are no plans. Right. Yeah, there's there's currently no further plan for this. It was a one-time special event because they wanted a, a cool way to introduce Martian Manhunter. Right. So right we, we, and we don't know for sure, but and it, this hasn't been communicated to me anyway, but I would assume that you saw how Manhunter was released. I'm sure there will be some ways to acquire him outside of the alliances at some point. I don't know when that will be, but that would be my assumption right. based on the fact that this is a special event for it. That, that's kind of what I'm assuming, too. It's like so they just wanted a cool way to roll him out. He'll have availability eventually somewhere. Now... Now, hate mail. You did post into the uh, Reddit thread, but do you want to share your opinion on uh, this well, ordeal? I know a lot of the people very well that you know were part of the group that switched around, and you know I kind of think of it as basically using just like was using Baby Lobo. You know, it's it's it's, an, it's kind of an exploit that the game allows. Um, you know, it's within the rules. I don't think there's any problem with it. It you know basically there's not a lot of strategy to winning. The alliances, you know, we're wallet warriors with it for the most part, and then just team coordination and making sure everybody, you know, uses their gem wisely. Now we do have a couple free to play that had been grandfathered into our alliance, and we made the top ten. And I can say that our free to play members, and slow is a partially free to play, but not really. Um, there was a lot of gems spent for this, and you know, our members contributed a lot. So you don't have to necessarily spend a fortune. I'm sure a free to play group, if you have especially 30 active members, you could make top 100 pretty easily. Top 10, probably not. But um, so there's people that switched from alliance to alliance. You know, I can't even imagine how much gems they were spending because I know in our alliance, we were to the last minute, we're paying 25, 50, 200 yeah. gems to refresh node yeah, one it, just to be able to do it so fast. It, it literally came down to the last minute for our alliance to stay in the top 10. And we, we all, like he said, all of us contributed and we almost fell out of the top 10 in the last uh, 30 minutes there. But uh, the the big thing to me, when these players are moving from alliance to alliance, their points that they accrued in each alliance, stay they stay with that alliance, but they don't move with them to the new alliance. So it's not like they're building that 3,000 points or 
you know, even a thousand points and jumping from alliance to alliance and automatically giving them a thousand points. They're starting over from scratch in the new alliance and having to build that thousand points. So it's not like they're they're not doing the work. They're they're coming in, doing the work, and then going to another alliance and doing it again. So I I do see it as breaking possibly the spirit of the game, but I don't see it as being a uh breaking the game or, or breaking the rules of the game. Yeah, I think it's um it's one of those things that they probably should make some kind of cooldown timer just because I think in the future when we have actual hard content that if they ever add anything to make alliances more competitive with, you know, having full rosters and different things that might break or cause frustration to other players. Um, I think it's just something that they shouldn't allow necessarily, but I don't necessarily have a problem with the people that had done it. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at too. It's like, I think honestly, in, in defense of WB, they probably just didn't even think about it. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, like, I, I don't. I don't think it ever crossed their mind that this was a thing that people would do. Well, this is the first. You know? This is the first time that alliance points have mattered. I mean, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah they I mean. mattered. They mattered in the past, but it wasn't like this big of a deal. So, yeah, I of course they didn't think about it. I can see that. Yeah, and that's you know I just want to make sure that everybody understands that I don't think that they would have thought about that. You know. I, I want to defend WB a little bit here because let, let's be honest, a lot of people give them a lot of flack, you know. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give well, it where credit is due. I was going to say sometimes they deserve it. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll give it where it's due, but I don't think in this situation it's you know, no, right to necessarily blame them on this one. Right, but so. I mean, if this becomes a if this becomes a, a semi regular thing and they're and they don't fix it, right. You know, if they're going to continue to do these things, they definitely need to think about it in the future. It's like, what do you actually want to be your rules? You know, I I do understand the the anger because I got to tell you, if if our alliance had fell out of the top ten, I probably would feel differently about this subject. I can tell you that, like, because well, I know I, how I, hard we were all pushing. And I do want to give my condolences to Chemo Corpse, who did just narrowly hit number eleven. So they oh. were probably yeah, it was just a couple a hundred hard. points. <laughs> Oh yeah, the the top ten. There is not much. There was not much separating any of us because it, it was just so tight. And and then of course, yeah. uh, uh, JLA was way up there. Yeah, and I think that's part of what actually caused. Well, not part of, but an additional point to make is that the alliance that the one guy came from was the number two alliance. Sure. And they gave up on trying to beat UJLA, and that was when he moved over to the other one. Correct. And so, big congratulations to UGLA. I'm 250. Yeah, I can't even imagine. That was amazing. I, <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is insane. impressive. That's commitment. <laughs> well, and I know a lot of us, and the owls are included, is that we had some members that were pushing for top 100 that weren't really worrying about PvP days, and we typically don't worry about the PvP days as much. We didn't. We thought we were fine because we were. I think we were sitting at number three or number four for a oh, long yeah, time. Oh yeah, we were. There. We had a pretty nice cushion until the end there. And then that last day, just everybody went crazy, and so. Yeah, that last day being PVE was. <laughs> oh, and I I just want to give a quick shout out to the ones reloaded. Uh, they actually helped me out, got my son onto a top one hundred team, and my brother in law, and I really appreciate that, guys, because my son was heartbroken about not getting Martian Manhunter. Yeah, thank you, Doombot. We really appreciate your uh, yeah. Patience. Thank you very much. Hooray! Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was a good. That was a good feeling, you know. 
Yeah, and it is. It's a good feeling when you make it. I know JLR, we fought and scrambled because we were in that bottom 50 that was just moving up and down all the time there at the end. And our dolphins all of a sudden went nuts. And it's like, go, guys, go. You can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there cheering on the sidelines because I got nothing left. I'm like, I can't help. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Batman's mic. He, he was out and just he had tapped out all his gems. So he was... Uh... Giving us the, giving us the <laughs> update every like every two minutes. He's like, "Okay, we're at number nine. We're at number ten. Oh crap, we gotta push more." <laughs> yeah, I got I got hate mail texting me. I'm at my son's baseball game. I'm like, I'm trying to push. I, I can't. I gotta be a good father. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got to give a couple couple shout outs to Miller Time One One Two Flash, um, Percy Lurcy, the whole team. Everybody pushed hard. And then Carsbrook always, I mean, we, we had some people putting in on that last day, like 2,700 points. I mean, crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Makes me feel like a scrub for putting in 400 as a free-to-play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> yeah, our, our, one of our free-to-play had like 650. So I had 650 earlier in the week, but yeah. on the last day I was tapped out. So, <laughs> um, so Martian Manhunter is now in the Alliance uh the Alliance packs that you can buy from the Alliance uh, shop. And uh, I'm assuming he's going to show up in the, the five and three shard player. Yeah, I believe he, he, has. He, does. he has. He has already for some people. Yeah. I've had okay. people. Yeah, I haven't people seen have been able to confirm, but people have confirmed that. And his drop rate on the large pack, the supposed best one is horrendous. I yeah. spent 250,000 and didn't get one. A guy in our Alliance spent 300,000 and did not get one. So, so don't waste your gems or waste your alliance points on that. But now the he he is still available through your alliance as the alliance goal award. So your daily goal award you used to receive um, alliance for this week. Now, for this is week that goal. only for, for this week? week. Okay. Yeah. So for this week, the daily alliance goal you will receive Martian Manhunter shards. So if you didn't uh, grind enough last week, right now you got to grind again this week. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you was broke before right. we need a gem sale Warner Brothers if you're listening you could make so much money with one of the special gem sales right now dude just oh, give like a $10 deal yeah, any swear kind of god. deal literally swear to god give like a $10 deal <laughs> so overall how did you guys feel about um, the Martian Manhunter release would you, would you be excited if they did more characters like this or that was just too much stress too much uh, too much for a one time, but I wouldn't want to see this on a regular basis. Maybe once every six months to a year. That would that would be acceptable. I was going to say once every six months too. Yeah, like let players recover. <laughs> I know a guy who keeps pushing for a special character, and uh, they need to stop because I don't want to be doing this every six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Starfire. She she just got slated for six months from now. <laughs> oh, that's that's the problem. The problem the problem is the community gets super excited about a character, and they're like, "Okay, we'll give them to you. Here you go." <laughs> well, there isn't a ton of characters that have like major major hype. They've released the, the most well, of the tippy top ones. There's a few, but not. Let me, let me. Let me put it this way. I think it more is related to how do you introduce Manhunter in combination with somebody else? You know, because him, he has popularity, but who else has popularity? Does he have, a, you know, a solo comic or anything? Like, is it really worth him being put out with somebody else that's not related to him? Right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why he kind of got thrown in this month. It's just because they were ready. He was ready. 
but they wanted yeah, to do him special really because he didn't have anybody to go with. Sure. You know, so they're like, oh, we'll do it this way. That makes sense. So yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't with us. I don't think you can month, make. But... I don't. Well, no, that's the thing. Do you make it a Superman month? Yeah. Do you yeah. make it a Superman month and take away from the Superman month? True. Just to have John Jones, you know, I'm like, he's a good enough character. He could go with just about anybody, but the problem is he's a good enough character to warrant his own. Right. You know. So I think that's really what it came down to was that they just didn't want to detract from anybody else. Well, I mean, you would think yeah. it kind of detract from Constantine because he's an awesome character, but actually, people aren't talking about him a whole heck of a lot. I, I don't think I don't think it's detracting from any character this month. That's the thing. Yeah. I think all three of these characters are absolutely amazing, and people are going nuts. I, I think I haven't been able to do anything but my daily goals for the Alliance. So yeah, I haven't. I have yet to play. Const- I have Constantine Gear Eleven. I have yet to play him. Yeah. No. Yeah. I haven't had time. That's <laughs> zero between being extra busy at work. But to be fair, he just got rewarded yesterday. Yeah, but normally I would already have videos up and have played him a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Ogre. So another reason why we asked you on today was to talk about the jump from gear 10 to gear 11 and i know you're a free-to-play player and i know there's a lot of free-to-play players out there that are trying to make this jump and i just want we want to get some feedback from you and kind of uh, talk to hate a little bit i mean it's a little harder for hate to discuss this and and uh, i also am looking to make the jump to gear 11 so uh what where are you going to start what's your strategy have you thought about it or planned it out oh yeah oh yeah uh, the first thing you're going to do is you're actually going to want to take some notes. Yes, get out your pad of paper and get some notes. Or, you know, just use a spreadsheet. It's probably easier on a spreadsheet. But um, you're going to want to take some notes about what materials are actually needed in what quantity. A full six pieces of Gear 11 per character. And by the way, right? we do have that spreadsheet already available in our shared drive. Yeah, and a lot of you can find it all over the place, too. So, yeah, you can definitely download it. It's easy to find, come across. You can ask on Reddit. People have it. It's everywhere. But if you want to do it the hard way, take a bit of paper, do a little bit of simple math, find out how much you need. Uh, Then what you want to do is you're going to want to probably pick two characters of each affinity and farm up enough materials for each of those two characters, you know, so that you'll have six characters when you're ready to go get those characters all to level 70 ready to go for gear 11 you know don't start equipping anything until you have all six uh full gear sets ready to go kind of thing you know and the reason and for that is because of the power score it's because of the power spike in red alert now if you don't care as much about completing red alerts which i think you should care about um how does that affect you with pvp if you just do one at a time you know i did I did mine like first three all at the same time. So I can't really remember what it was like to, yeah. to do it one at a time. I just remember that every time I added another gear 11, now I'm up to seven. I'm almost on eight. Um, you know, like every time I've added a character, it's gotten easier with red alert, gotten easier with PVP because you have more stability in your roster. Right. You can't think about just a single team anymore because of the way the game is played now. You know, like you have to have a roster. You have to be able to counter this, counter that, do this, do right. that. You know, you can't think about it like that anymore. So what did you do during that uh, while you're saving up the gear as the new characters are being released? Were you just collecting the shards and just waiting? Like, well, I had I had the gear already, you know, kind of saved up. 
when gear 11 dropped so i got lucky in that aspect nice so i mean but while you're waiting you know just keep keep the goal focus you know keep keep your mind focused on that goal and you know use your gems get some extra you know here and there when you're farming your missions go to those missions that drop those gear pieces you know stop caring about fragments for a little while you know fo- focus on the gear and that, i think that helps a lot the hardest part for me has been the fact that it seems like the new characters that are releasing and the reworks have been all characters oh, yeah. that i, I oh, want yeah. to level up so that's that's and, and just doing that has made it to where I don't have the extra to take characters to 70. So I'm I'm kind of sitting back. Yeah, it it gets hard. You know, yeah. And then this month, obviously, we had three characters drop and two reworks that I I wanted both. And Mira is a a character I've been wanting to get my hands on. So I I don't know where to go this month. But, well, you know, and that's (laughs) that's something that is always going to happen. There's always going to be changes in your plan, right? Sure. So if that's the case... Also save the XP meta agents to just drop it all at once. And I forget how much. Hey, do you remember how much it takes from 1 to 70? How much green essence or meta agents? Both. I don't know about the XP meta agents, and that's kind of static. Or that, yeah, because it depends on which ones you have. Yeah, well, it you... depends if you have the colored orbs versus the, yeah. the gray Correct. orbs. Correct. Yeah. So that I don't know so... off the top of my head, but it's it can be anywhere between 7.5 to 8 million to, or 8.5 million to get to 7. On average on average okay i want to say it's like three or four hundred level four or five orbs does that sound yeah that's not right so i mean you can you can save it all up it's not and like you'll be able to tell just by clicking on add all the agents to your character like you'll know how much you need rough idea you know so i mean you can you can farm it all it's just if that's the kind of person you are i myself every day I use all my agents on the characters I'm actually trying to bring up. Now so. that brings us to the next question, and this was something that I we were going to have CR7. I know he's a member of our alliance who was, I believe he's free to play or he's mostly free to play. Um, him I think and he's World, like me. He's like he's mostly. Yeah, him and World Bear. World Bear I know is true free to play. They've been kind of really making, you know, trying to make the tough decisions on what characters to bring up, who's going to be the most impactful, and who makes the most sense. Um, yeah. After watching a lot of videos, and I know. Ogre, you're big on the bleed characters. Um, I love bleed characters. <laughs> and watching, actually watching uh, Deleuze or Deloth or however you pronounce his name. Deloth. Um, yeah. Watching some of his live streams. Siren seems like she's definitely one of those characters that probably is well worth bringing up for her. Evasion. She can hit above her weight class, yeah. 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 So she's she's yeah. a great one. But one that um, both World Bear and CR7 I know, and I'll have a bunch of video on the YouTube version of CR7. Um, he just took up or he's been working on taking up Jessica Cruz, and she basically has filled his Deathstroke role and seems to be doing a pretty good job of it because some of the videos I've been watching of him, um, he's running his old Deathstroke teams, and Jessica Cruz, she hits hard enough and she can stay alive long enough that she can punch above her weight much better than I expected. Hmm. Yeah. She is surprisingly good because I think a lot of people forget how strong special damage is because there's just so much physical damage now, you know, and... Like, now, especially with Clayface, with, like, the 10 agility ups, like, physical damage does not do as what it used to. So, like, you've got to pay attention to what kind of damage they deal. And I think adding um, Swamp Thing into the mix with her also lends to, you kind of have that same Deathstroke strategy where you can afford to lose characters, but you can also punch well above your weight. And she does, I mean, she only lasts two turns, but 
you can make those two turns count because you can do so much damage with her AoE ability. What do you think about bringing a Taunter to Gear 11 so you can kind of have a real tough character to shield the rest of your team? I highly recommend all the tanks to Gear yeah, 11. Basically, they, Their gear sets gain the most out of Gear 11, if you ask me. Yeah, I think any of the Taunters, you know, when you look at MJ, when you look at Power Girl, you look at Clayface. I mean, granted, I know Power Girl isn't technically a tank, but she's such a strong character. If you take her to Gear 11, you automatically have a character that can hold their own. Now, Ogre, was it you that was saying that you didn't like taking Power Girl up to Gear 11 because she gets so much uh, power out of it, like her, her actual number goes so high? I know, that's World Bear. Yeah. World Bear made no, it that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, one thing World Bear is brought up to me is that it makes a lot of sense is that when he... Because he's one of those free-to-play players that actually frequent the top 100. More uh, recently he hasn't, obviously, but in the past he's done a lot. And one of the things he looks at is power score. He doesn't like to take up characters to gear 11 that has a high power score. So if you want to get the most points out of PvP, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because he... he's he's looking at the fact yeah, I'd that... Yeah, ra- I'd rather take up a Grundy, you know, who's going to have almost almost a thousand point lower, you know, power but still... score still hits hard and can take a hit now exactly. that your goal is to be highest in pvp that's something you definitely want to consider because especially the newer characters seem to all have higher and higher power scores oh yeah every new character in the reworks even seem like their power scores are a right lot and higher. uh i don't know if you guys got a chance to look but we actually broke down what the power score comes from oh did you i have not yes. seen that did you do that on your show yeah. no it's it's on reddit oh okay, um, okay. It's actually, if you go into the, the main link of all the character discussions, I, mm-hmm. I sublinked it in there Okay. also. I so definitely want to check that out. would be easy to find. So, And it just goes over. It, it actually proves that HP doesn't calculate in at all. Okay. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, and that's well, why the mega tanks. that's why the well, megatanks don't have high power score. And if anybody's interested in looking at that, I'll link that into the show notes on this. So what characters, if you were to give... if if they weren't necessarily worried about power score with PvP, but just all around characters that you would want to take up to gear 11 first, who, who would be not necessarily yours, but what would you recommend to a newer player ogre? Or who well, would I think, I think rather than specific characters, I'd recommend certain uh, capabilities. Okay. You're, you're going to want a purger. You're going to want a taunter. You know, you're going to want, you're going to want different things like that. Um, more than you're going to want, you know, oh, I, I have to have Hal Jordan. You don't have to. It just depends on how you play as to whether or not he actually fits. You know, I'm not going to say that you have to have a specific character. You do want, you know, a purger, a taunter, uh, some sort of survivability character, whether that's heals or shields, you know, some sort of uh, just big meaty can slog through kind of character. You want those kind of characters, I think. Um and honestly, again, like I said, I think the full-on tanks are the ones that actually gain the most out of Gear 11. So, you know, and then you're going to want, like, a couple of strikers, somebody who can deal a lot of damage really quickly just to, uh, you know, help out with those heavily tanked-out characters when you are at Gear 11. Uh, I do highly recommend bleeds to take out those heavily tanked-out characters. They will take them down very quickly. So if you're not going to necessarily gear up Siren, you might consider Cheetah or Aquaman or so you know somebody else in that category to to provide the debuffs that you need to take these kind of characters down. Not yeah, necessarily it, bleeds even. It could be agility down. It could be you know int down. Whatever. Just you want some way to control the characters. Yeah, sure. having a kind of a theme that you're looking for 
to fit a play style that you want to play and then build the counters into that. So if you if you like a meaty, tankier type of team, you know, I would always recommend Wonder Woman Princess because she does so many things and she can take a lot of hits. Oh, absolutely. You love your princess. At gear 11, hey, she's To be fair, leader. she's still one of my top three leaders and I don't even use her. Yeah, she's she's one of the... One of the, I think she's one of those characters you just can't go wrong with, and I think she'll be viable for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And I think another character that fits that category is like Bane, Emerald yeah, Green Arrow. You know, these kind of characters that are just, they've been around for either a long time or, or recently got reworked. You know, if they're, you're still seeing them in PvP and they've been around for a long time, haven't had a rework, they're probably not going to get a rework. So don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, Emerald Archer Green Arrow has been around since the game released, and he's still one of the stronger characters. I still think he's probably the original L5. I'm a badass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's actually, he's one of the, he, when I see him as a physical, he's my, he's the physical life I don't like facing the most because I usually lose one character when he's on the other team. Oh, you can almost guarantee that you're losing at least one. Right. Almost always. Like, Especially if he's high legendary, forget about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He hits incredibly hard and stacks a ton of debuffs, and that's his value. Like, even if he isn't hitting hard, he's stacking a ton of debuffs. So, right. he's still a really good character for control. He doesn't even have to be the leader. Use him and face against him outside the lead all the time. Again, one of the hardest teams I faced recently had him just on the team. I can't remember exactly what the team comp was, but it was I think it was one of the newer invisible teams that thing and it was that, it was that doesn't pain. surprise me actually yeah he uh he's just he's so good <laughs> yeah and you know another character like batman cc he he's a little underrated by some and a lot of people forget that he actually has silence built into he does his have, he does have silence. You know, i like face. i've been using him a lot more since clayface came around like i like being able to start with that i really want to gear him but with my gearing limited options <laughs> kept him off now. I, in him and john stewart green lantern i keep thinking of teams for him and i want to hear like another right yeah john stewart is another one that people kind of forgot about I yeah think. i think i think he'd be good now with lobo out of the picture Maybe yeah lobo. And it, like to be fair his aoe with turn meter down built in uh his insane death immunity like he's he's so good and his base i think hit. he kind of gets overshadowed by arcus a little bit yeah yeah he kind of gets overshadowed by arcus a little bit i think so well just to Real quick, to kind of sum up what you said. Your your point is save up all the the stuff you're going to need for the upgrade first. Pick mm-hmm. two characters from each affinity to start with, and try to do a push with multiple characters at once. And p- pick characters that fit your play style. And your tanky characters and control characters are probably going to be the best bet to start with. Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at. You'll want a striker yeah. too, like hired gun deadshot's always a great one because he really helps in red alerts and he's good in PvP. So characters like that that will fill that role. Yeah, you're gonna want to bring at least least one one heavy damage dealer. Um a sure character like sort. Devon Wolf doesn't have to be Devon Wolf, but an anti evasion character is almost mandatory on your roster at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel, you're, I feel you're that. gonna want like for the people who don't have Steppenwolf, who can't get Steppenwolf, who can't get Terra, uh you have a million shards of assault warsuit Lex. The dude is actually good. I promise you. Like you yeah, only need you... his alien anti-alien strike to remove the evasion and taunt from Harley. Like a, he's good. There's, a, there's several characters that fill that role, so just pick whatever one you like the most and use that character. But you just exactly. basically, you want to have some characters that are going to fill 
fill those roles, be it a new character. And a lot of the new characters are great. I mean, when you look at Etrigan that just released, I mean, he's phenomenal. Power Girl was phenomenal. Um, Red Robin's very good. So there's there's a lot of new characters that have come out. Yeah, but like like I was saying, though, I mean, it just, just because you don't have a character, it doesn't mean you shouldn't plan for having them eventually. Right. You know, because the game has been out for plenty long now. I have every character unlocked as of yesterday, now that Martian Manhunter and Constantine are mine. Uh, Congratulations. Like, you can, you can do it. Like, don't plan for the short term. You want to plan for the long haul. That's what this game is. So. All right. Well, unfortunately, I got to go. So it was right. great talking to you, and I, I really appreciate your uh, your help with that. I think that uh, I think that was a pretty good way to look at it, and I, I think that's probably going to be a good way to start planning out my uh, jump to Gear 11. All right. Thanks, thanks for having help. Thanks for being on over. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. I say, as far as I'm concerned, I'm basically part of the cast now. <laughs> pretty oh much. yeah, no, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm just not officially on the title screen or anything. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get our artist. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you I mean, have my face. I don't think face. we are on the. I don't think we do. <laughs> I don't think we have our names on the title screen. So. No, you don't. True. You don't. Yeah, you just have silhouettes. To be fair, to be fair, it's we are our our legend. So that can be pretty fair. <laughs> all right guys you have a good night all right appreciate it ogre thanks later. man all right, later. we'd like to give a special thank you to our newest patrons garkin and daniel thank you for being patrons thank you very much we appreciate your support do you like the show consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month our special q a episode it's only a dollar to have access to this check it out at patron.com we are our legends thanks for listening <laughs> you're not going to say anything We are legendary.